on this episode of In The Rack Podcast. It's associated with longevity, really, and decreased mortality. And there's actually a lot of people out there that are advocates for it being added as a vital sign. So along with blood pressure, heart rate, all that kind of stuff, they want to add grip strength because it's such an easy thing to measure. You just need that. What you got? In the Rack Podcast, where we provide you with a practical framework for breaking PRs in all facets of health and wellness. We are just a couple of bros giving you the simple hows in a world of complex wants. No filters, no scripts, no rules, just straight talk. Talk to them. Now, let's get into the rack with your hosts, Dr. Chad and Dr. Nick. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of In The Rack Podcast. I am your host, Chad, and with me is my co-host and fellow physical therapist, Nick. We have another great episode for you all today. Today, we're going to be talking about grip strength. And the grip strength, you wouldn't think, is like super important, but it actually is more important than you would think. And I'll give you two reasons. Grip strength is important not only because it's a good predictor of your health, and we'll talk about that kind of going throughout the podcast. Um, some would actually consider grip strength to be kind of, quote unquote, the fountain of youth. Um, and it, it it's one of the main indicators of your health, along with gait speed, as well as overall, you know, muscle mass. So those are like the three big, you know, indicators that will determine how healthy you are as an individual. The second thing is um, we have a turkey trek coming up in uh, almost a couple weeks now, November 20th. When this episode comes out, it'll actually be that Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, by the time yeah. this episode comes out. It'll yeah. be that Saturday. So on November 20th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Proform, we're going to be hosting our version of the turkey trot, which is what we call the turkey trek, which is actually a great test of your grip strength. Yeah, no running, no running. Zero running involved. We won't be testing any cardiovascular just a bunch of carrying. Just got to carry stuff. Well, sort of cardiovascular endurance to an extent because the longer you carry, the more heart's got to pump, all that kind of stuff. That's true. So so definitely uh, stay tuned with that. We got more details coming. We just did a really in, uh, a good intro as to what the Turkey Trek is just about a half an hour ago. So you guys will have a good yeah, idea. This always gets what me because this... that video will come out before the podcast. It's timing-wise. But true. nonetheless... Go back yeah, and look yeah. at that video. Go back really to Instagram. Cool. When this episode comes out, go back on Instagram like three, four, maybe five days. Exactly. You'll exactly. See the video. You'll see what we're talking about. There's a turkey in it. You can't miss it. You can't can't miss it. I'm going to make it very obvious for you guys. So why do we consider grip strength to be so important, Nick? Um, I mean, you just touched upon the the overarching reasons that it's it's associated with longevity really and decreased mortality and there's actually a lot of people out there that are advocates for it being added as a vital sign so along with blood pressure heart rate all that kind of stuff they want to add grip strength because it's such an easy thing to member uh, to measure you just need that that you know a dynamometer typically and it can be quick boom two three measurements on each side within seconds and it's accurate. It, it, you can test it over time. And really over time is where we see the big correlations. But like I was saying before, where it's associated with longevity, there is so many diseases and conditions nowadays, especially the ones that are more affecting our modern culture that are associated with it to some extent. Cardiovascular issues, numerous cancers. There was even a recent study, I believe it was out of England, that showed in terms of cardiovascular events, 
weakness and grip strength was more associated with the events than systolic blood pressure was. So we typically think of the biggest thing, you know, biggest issue for the heart being, oh, is your blood pressure okay? Okay, blood pressure's in check. All right, low risk cardiovascular event. Well, this was showing that grip strength was more indicative of a cardiovascular event, which is pretty crazy. So it's it's been, you know, associated as well with depression, cognitive issues, um, like Alzheimer's, sleep um, sleep issues, bone, you know, bone loss, bone mineral density loss, osteoporosis, all that kind of stuff. That stuff makes sense. You know, fractures, that makes sense as well because we have some weakness, clearly, um, not just in the grip but throughout the body. You know, and then just other things like physical function, risk of falling, all that kind of stuff. Those ones make a little bit more sense when you think of it. But when you start to think like depression and stuff like that, how's the grip strength relate there? So it's pretty interesting to see all this research coming out about grip strength. Um, Super, super compelling. And it just makes you wonder, okay, why aren't we all, you know, really just assessing this to see where people are at from that just general, how's your quality of life? How's your overall physical functioning? And, it, you know, it would be it would be good for, for more practitioners to include it because you, you take the heart rate, you take the blood pressure, you take all those typical measurements and then, you know, add the grip strength in. If those other measurements are in check, but grip strength's a little low, all right, maybe there's somewhere we can intervene to improve the health process of this individual. You know, so it just gives you more more data and it's quick, it's easy if you got the right equipment. I mean, you could do like a finger squeeze and see if there's, but that's really going to give you more side-to-side differences. Um, so those, those are kind of the big, big, big things It's associated with so many things and it's super easy to measure. Um, it's, it really grip strength is just a good, good kind of indication of total body strength, right? Like if our grip strength is weak, good chance we have, you know, weakness elsewhere in the body. If we have a strong grip, you can still be weak in other places, but there's a good chance you have some, some good quality baseline strength. And that's the key is like, do we have good you know, a good quality measurement at at baseline for grip strength, because most of this research is showing us if they look at, you know, like the longitudinal studies where they follow groups over time, when people have these significant drop-offs or decrements, then that's when we see this, the bad stuff start start to happen. So it's become almost predictive in a sense. When we see the grip strength dip down, well, something's going to happen. It's almost an indication that something's going to happen. So if we went to our PCP every year and they tested our grip strength and they were like, ooh, since last year you've dropped off a little bit, what's going on? You start to put, you know, put all the pieces together and we say, okay, we get, this is where we have to intervene and go from there. So it is really, really interesting that we have that, that all, the, all this data coming to surface about grip strength for sure. Um, anything to add to that? Before no, I, I mean, I, I actually, that was, that's pretty interesting. I mean, it's, it's funny how many um, practitioners, even like PTs like us don't even test for grip strength. And it's amazing how many of these like quote unquote athletes that we're seeing in high school that can barely hold 45 oh, yeah. dumbbells. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And, and there, there, so th- there was, um, some, in- some research I came across that was interesting where they looked at groups of adults and said, okay, here's their baseline grip strength. And they followed them over, I think it was 12 weeks and they did a resistance training program. And the adults didn't, their grip strength didn't change. Okay. So you can go lift as an adult. You might be, if you do a lot of gripping stuff, like you do a lot of carries, yeah, you could improve it. But if you're just doing general, you know, squats, lunges, bench press, stuff like that, you're probably not going to change grip strength all that much, but you're going to preserve, they were able to maintain their level of grip strength that they had at baseline. But in the studies on, um, you know, adolescents, 
that's when grip strength really, really skyrockets. So we want to encourage the, the younger populations to, you know, participate, not just maybe in some, some early resistance training, but participate in things that challenge their grip, because that's the time that they can really increase it and in, increase their baseline. So when they're adults, they can maintain it for longer and later into life. So that is, is kind of crucial for, so how can we get these kids or, or younger populations to work on their grip strength so they can set themselves up for success later down the road. Yeah. I mean, it's, we talked about this before it's, <clears throat> you know, assessing grip strength or, or working on grip strength isn't sexy, right? It's not sexy to like, you know, use a dynamometer or hold kettlebells in your hand and just walk around them. You know, that does, that's not cool. It's cool to squat a whole bunch of weight, you know, or press a whole bunch of weight, but we just don't spend enough time on it. I would agree with you. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't think it's something that, um, Everyone has to go do, it's like, oh man, I need stronger grip strength. I have to do, you know, carries of day. I have to do something heavy with my hands every day. Not necessarily. Or I got to get one of those like squeezy grip master things. <laughs> um, it's not something that we necessarily have to throw a ton of eggs in that basket. But what we're finding in the research is that if you partake in resistance training, you preserve that grip strength. So whatever level your grip strength is, some people are blessed with a little bit more than others. Some people have trained it to a higher capacity. But whatever your level is right now, that it, don't don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to yourself, how you were last year, the year before, and going forward, maintain the level you have now. That's the key. That's where we want to be. And one of the best ways to do it is just resistance training, right? So it's not necessarily going to increase your grip strength by doing the, the the sexy stuff, the squats, the you know the deadlifts. But when you're you're doing something like the lunge and you're holding weights. It's hard in your hands too, and you're not necessarily increasing it, but you are working that grip, that grip strength, and you will maintain it over the long haul. So we are big advocates here of participating in some form of resistance training for the rest of your life, whether it's weekly, you know, by, you know, multiple times a week, whatever it is, if you can do it on some level of consistency for the rest of your life, you're doing yourself a favor. Yeah. I remember I had a, I had an athlete here a couple weeks ago and I said, um, all right, let's do some deadlifts. So we did some trap bar deadlifts. And I was like, how much do you normally deadlift? He's like, I don't know, like 275. I'm like, that's pretty good weight. That's cool. Let's work your way up there. So we got up to 275 and he was banging them out. So I said, all right, cool. On your last set, I want you to hold that 10th rep that you just did and see how long you can hold it for. I think it was like 15 seconds. I'm like, damn. So, you know, it was a huge eye opener. He's like, dude, I can't hold it. I was like, I know that's a problem. So like, you're great at holding it for, you know, that five seconds you're doing those 10 reps, but what, what about the other 20 seconds that you need to actually hold something? So it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting how, how much, you know, how strong somebody can look doing one exercise, but then you have them just do the simple hold and it's like, they can't, they can't do it. And that's, you know, it speaks volumes to health in general, right? Like we have people, so many people out there walking around. It's like, oh, wow, well, that person looks really healthy. And they're, they're not on the inside, right? And same idea. Someone can look really strong and maybe they're not actually, you know, all that strong. They just look strong. Maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's the cards they were dealt kind of thing. But, you know, it, it's, it, we talk a lot, a lot here that people can be skinny, but not have like a healthy diet and not be in shape they're they're called in shape by our cultural norms but they're not in shape they're skinny fat so to speak um same idea here like you can be uh i don't even know what the term the the, the equivalent of skinny fat for your grip would be but you have skinny fat grip you got skinny fat grip that's it <laughs> that's it yeah. skinny fat grip we're gonna roll with that one <laughs> skinny it's gonna catch grip. it it's gonna yeah. catch on it is <clears throat> it's also a harder thing to i feel um 
be compliant with, right? Because we've got so much technology out there nowadays where, you know, we've got like your Apple watches and your Garmin's and, you know, so everybody just sees health as, all right, I got to get this many steps in a day, or I got to walk this many times a day. How do I test my grip strength? How do I keep my, you know, my grip strong? What, what technology is going to remind me about that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I know. And, and now more than ever, right? Like, you can get your groceries delivered to your doorstep. So yeah. that, that was always a built-in, you know, thing in our, our society where it's like, oh, I got to get my, my carries in. I got to take the groceries in. And no one's ever doing two trips, right? We're all trying to get it done in one trip. So you're doing loaded carries. And there is research on groceries, actually. And everyone, grew, like, vastly underestimates the weight of their groceries. People are like, oh, yeah, no, I carry the groceries. But my my groceries weigh 10 pounds and it's literally like people are off by like 15 to 20 pounds. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So when you carry your groceries, you're doing a load to carry because I guarantee you it's way heavier than you think it is. So, you know, stuff like groceries, you can get them delivered now to the house. You That's don't need true. to do that, right? All this stuff we used to do from an evolutionary perspective, climb trees, hang from stuff, you know, carry rocks, things back to our, you know, caves or villages, whatever it was, you know, hundreds of years ago. We don't need to do it anymore, right? So we're we're in a time now where we have to kind of force ourselves to do it in a way. And that's another reason why resistance training could be so powerful because we used to get it out in nature, right? That's how our the, the homo sapien, the human being used to get it. But now we have to force ourselves to do it in a way because we're not necessarily setting up our environment in a way that's conducive to having to move heavy things, you know, or move our body in, in certain ways that, that are stressful or create, you know, create those adaptations to grow muscle. So it is interesting that, that, um, we're in this time that it's, it's fight. We have to fight uphill. We have to go uphill, right? Like it's, it's fighting against us. So we have to do some, we have to go that extra step to do it. For sure. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, like Nick was saying, there's, you know, so many like diseases that are associated with grip strength. And one of those is uh, cardiovascular. And it's, it's wild that you would think that that is linked, but there's actually been research out there. And this was an international study. They had 140,000 adults. It's a pretty big study across 17 countries. And they followed their health for an average of four years. They use something called a dynamometer, which we have. It's a handheld strength test assessment. And basically what you're doing is you're just kind of gripping something really, really hard. And it's got a gauge on there. And then it gives you how many pounds of pressure that you can pull or that you can grip or squeeze. <clears throat> so they've determined that each 11-pound decrease in grip strength over the course of the study, so over the course of four years, was linked to a 16% higher risk of dying from any cause. So this is just anything. I mean, that's wild. And they've also found that there's a 17% higher risk of dying from heart disease, 9% higher risk of stroke, and a 7% higher risk of heart attack. So just over 11 pounds. And if you guys know what 11 pounds is, it's really not a lot. It's not a lot at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 11 pounds is like pretty normal for what we see side to side, right? Yep. Like yeah, someone's Dominance. righty, right? Like their right might be, say it's 100 pounds versus the other side. It's not not abnormal for it to be 90, 85. Like it's 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 a normal discrepancy side to side. So that is pretty crazy. Yeah, there was um, a similar one I think out of out of England that showed pretty much the same thing. They they followed the this group of of elderly individuals and the people who had the significant. I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but had the significant loss in grip strength were the the ones who died within I think it was like three years of the the study being carried out, and then the other ones, you know, like five plus kind of thing. 
So, and it's, it's a chicken and egg thing. It's like, what came from, did they, did these disease processes within them cause this kind of global weakness or is grip strength an actual, you know, trigger behind all this? Who knows? But if we track it, right, if we track it over time, we can see when stuff might be starting to go wrong. And you talk, you talk a lot about cardiovascular issues. There's a ton of research showing that it's, it's uh, linked to cancer as well. So I think the only cancers they have yet to, in, in the research to tie grip strength into was like, I think it was like prostate cancer and, and, um, you know, lung cancer, uh, I think might've been the other one, but all they had, they had some level of information, you know, associating a decrease in grip strength with all these other cancers. And I could be wrong about the two specific cancers, but it's, it's, um, it's crazy that something like that is, is connected as well. And there's so many different cancers out there. So that's, that's pretty wild for sure. Yeah. You know, I have to, uh, tie the feet into this. Of course. I got to, why wouldn't we do that? Yeah. So (laughs) interestingly, uh, more recently, we've seen that a decrease in grip strength is associated with the decrease in foot intrinsic strength. So the small muscles in your feet. So there's no research yet to my knowledge that show foot intrinsic strength, a, a decrease in foot strength is associated with all these things that grip strength is like the mortality and longevity. But if foot strength and grip strength are that connected, you could extrapolate that then it's, sounds it's like, also related. Sounds like we got to submit this. But yeah, I know, right? Something. I know, I know. We're not, we're not big, you know, carry out the research people. We just, we, we just, just want to give you the idea. Somebody yeah, else do yeah, the research. Somebody, someone else do the research. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Come on. No, we're no. doing turkey tracks out no, here. No. We're carrying weights in the parking lot. We'll get the feet strong. Somebody yeah. tell us what, what that <laughs> means if it's not exactly. strong. Exactly. Yeah. No time for that. No. We got to carry, we got weights, weights that need to be carried. Um, but anyway, it, it makes sense with the feet, right? Like if your feet get weak, you can't move as well. You can't walk as long. You can't do the same type of physical activity you could do the year before if you had a, a decrease in your foot strength, right? So it makes sense that it's going to impact our quality of life. It makes sense that it's going to impact, you know, strength up the chain. It's going to impact mobility up the chain. You know, if our feet are weak, the foundation's unstable, knees get a little stiff, hips get a little stiff, back is a little stiff, right? So we we can see how that can cause some problems up and down and feet i mean hands are very similar right like they're not on the ground all the time but they're on all these objects they're doing similar things to to what our feet are doing so it makes a lot of sense that these two are are very intertwined and you know if someone out there wants to carry out that study please please do we'll uh we'll We'll back you yeah we'll we'll back you (laughs) we'll do we'll we'll just you know promote it or whatever you want us to do but uh we're not going to carry it out sorry (laughs) I think it's great because, I mean, isn't the thumb like the big toe? Yeah. So absolutely. why wouldn't they be somewhat linked? I mean, like you just said, I mean, if we can predict grip strength to be, you know, a predictor of mortality, I mean, feet play, if you ask me, feet play almost more important. Role. Yeah. And I, I mean, you could get away with a, it. Well, in my mind, you could get away with having a weaker grip, but still being able to navigate your environment and get around. Right. But if your feet are weak, like everything's got to be near you because you can't. It's like, oh, man, I need to go do something over there, but I can't get over there versus, you know, you can't do something with your hands. You could still get around and you could, you know, use tools or things like that if you need to. But with your feet, it's like, could you use tools? Yeah. they. But if you have weak feet, you're going to need a strong grip. Mm. Right. Yeah. Chicken or the egg. Well, that's true. If you, yeah, you need one or the other. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you'd like to have them both. Oh, I ha- have them both. But like in, in, <laughs> if we're talking like, would you rather? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. know. I know. Would I you know. rather have weak feet, weak feet uh, or weak hands? I, I think I'd rather have weak hands. Honestly. So I, I mean, so I want to walk. I want to yeah. move. Absolutely. I'll just have somebody else carry my Dude, that's a good one. Would you rather? Yeah. That's a good would you rather. Yeah, that's a good we one. We should put that out there to, to, that, to people. That's, that's what we do instead of, stu- we don't carry out studies. We do would you rather. <laughs> that's our level. But then that's, you know, the research will be developed off of yeah, would, you would you rather. You rather. That's they're, right. they're legit would you rather. They're not ridiculous <laughs> would you rather. Think about it though. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah. I heard one actually. Sure. Was at, I was at CrossFit the other day and the question was uh, of the day. They do a question of the day and they, I said this the other day, it was, um, when uh what came first pulling or pushing that's you think about it i mean we could dive down a deep rabbit hole on that one but it's another one of those so but i mean i'm on the pull train i know me too i'm on a pull train too yeah. but you could argue both scenarios you could you could you know but I, i'm i'm pulling as well yeah so i don't know, think about it let us know right yeah. in the comments section yeah <laughs> those are the two things we want everyone to think about that's your homework what but, came first, the push or the pull? And then yeah. would you rather have weak feet or Ex- weak hands? Exactly. Solid questions. Tough. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. Sleep a couple nights on it because <laughs> you never know. You might end up with one of them one day. That's true. Unless you go lift some heavy stuff. Yeah, unless you, you take you care of it now. And if you lift some heavy stuff barefoot, as long as you're safe, yeah, you're strengthening both, right? You're holding heavy things and you're working those feet muscles. But if you're wearing moon boots on your feet, you're only, you're only strengthening your grip. So yep. Yep. just remember, you're going to end up on the, the wrong side of the would you that's rather. That's true. That's true. But I, I really do believe that the environment in today's society is really contributing to grip strength. I mean, think about it. Like we're getting groceries delivered to our, our homes now, so we don't have to use those. And what about like the, uh, the whole, you know, um, oh, I don't want to say the word, you know, every time we say the word, it's COVID word. Oh man, bad. you said it. I know you I said, said it. it. I'm sorry. But the whole, you know, maintaining a safe distance, nobody's like shaking hands anymore. I mean, is this going to become extinct? I mean, grip strength was a huge predictor as as a, a strong character of your personality. You know, this is like the first thing you do to get, leave a first impression on somebody. What's going down with grip strengths now and, and not being able to provide handshakes to people? I mean, they've done a lot of research on handshakes. And I, I kind of delve into this one because I had to, I feel like I had to mention this because I'm like, don't be afraid to shake somebody's hand. Even it's with the glove, you know, because you can tell a lot about a people just based off their uh, their grip, you know. And then they've done a lot of research judging the handshake. It's complex. There's like eight, nine, ten different characteristics that they're looking at in handshake. One of which is the completeness of the grip. They look at temperature of your hand, the dryness of your hand, or not. <laughs> they look at strength, which is what we're talking about now, duration of the handshake, texture of your hands, and one of the most important things when you're shaking somebody's hand, you better be making eye contact. That's the deal. But they have found that it all boils down to two things. Out of all those characteristics, they found that the most important things were, is your grip firm or weak? Or are you leaving a positive impression or a weak impression? So to me, that's like, well, I mean, grip strength's pretty much all that. So if we're not using, you know, handshakes anymore, man, you don't know anything about anybody anymore. The future so scary. scary. The future so scary. Scary. I yeah. know. Well, it's it's um, it is crazy because think about and I hate I hate to get too much into the the thing the thing that Chad <laughs> already mentioned, but I mean think about how many times you've sh- shaken someone's hand, shook someone's hand, shook shook someone's hand. I would say shook shook someone's hand in the past, 
and compare that to how many times you've actually been sick in your life. Like the, the, it, it just, it's not likely, but we just, we're all so scared of it. I'm so, I mean, I, I'll, I'll go in for a hug. I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we've Pe- talked about the hugs before. That, that That's even more complex than the handshake, I feel. I know. Well, that's, imagine you get, like when you do both, like the both is. Oh yeah. The shake with the hug. The, and the shake with the, I like know. you mentioned this before off, it's true. Off, off air. It's true. The pull in. The pull in. That's it, aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. And sometimes I like to be aggressive. I know. I know. I mean. The handshake and the pull in. It's a let strong. Them know. Yeah. It's very strong. Let them know. Extra yeah. strong. Yeah. Yeah. No, grip strength is it first impressions, those are huge. That was one thing that, you know, my my dad taught us, um, me and my brothers when we were young was and even our friends too, was was all about coming firm, eye contact. And that's always stuck with me. And it it is I do definitely from that teaching, uh, I do ju- judge people. Like I'm I'm just to be flat out honest. Like I judge people on that. If if totally. they come in with a floppy fish, yep. It's you no know good. that skinny fat shake. It's no good. They come in with a skinny fat shake. Man, not only um, is it like a weak judge of character, but I'm I mean, put off. are they going to live long enough to even you know? Oof. I mean, that's a. I mean, how healthy can you be? That, that how many is, times are you going to call out sick at work because you don't have a strong handshake? I don't know. I mean, think about dude. How, I mean, it's 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 there. Know. It's in the research. I know. I mean, I know. It's, it's there. Right? I mean, I could hire somebody based off a handshake. And that happens. I That's crazy. You know, we now now it doesn't probably because it's it's all Zoom interviews. <laughs> probably. I know. But, uh, I know. That is that is super interesting. I know. I know. So Man, think about it, guys. Think about it. And what guys. about what about two and uh, um, like someone shakes? They come in strong and they turn you a little uh, bit. Turn the turn. That's a. It's a power move. That, that, that's a power. That's, that's a, a subtle little, alarming. It's a subtle power. Like move, I yeah. try to fight back a little, but not like not too much. You don't want it to be like too noticeable, but you want to fight back yeah. just enough to stop them. You don't want to be submissive. Yeah. You want to show that you're like standing ground, yeah. but not like overpowering. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not arm wrestling. Like, come on, get out of here. But you know, I'm gonna make sure you don't. That's beat right. Me, right? Counteract. Like, counteract. I'm not turn. fighting you, but don't you don't win. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a good move. Yeah, that could be a test too. Are they going to submit? Are they yeah, going to Are they going right. to counteract me? That's true. Or where are we going to meet? Are we going to meet in the middle? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good one. I know a lot of ways to go with this, but that is a no. good one. So you see, grip strength is super yeah. important, guys. Yeah, and gals, gals should have a strong handshake too. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think you know we've talked about this. I feel like on multiple podcasts where you know the whole um, you know weightlifting. We like to call it more resistance training. We talked about that with Matt Ibrahim, like where resistance training is a better name because it's all encompassing more so than weightlifting is kind of just weights, right? Whereas resistance training can mean cables, bands, stuff like that. But we're proponents of males, females, you know, everybody weightlifting and you're not going to get big and bulky. It's just, it's, that's, that's a big myth. Could you get big and bulky if you tried to, if you wanted to, but it's, it's very hard. I've been trying to do it for a couple of years and it, I'm telling you right now, it's really hard. <laughs> I'm getting there, but it's, it's a, oh. it's a long process and you have to, you have to get really uncomfortable. Yeah. You'd have to work pretty Ch- hard. Chad's let, Nick Chad's let a few really bars sit on my chest it's like true. for, for a while, like to the point where it's hard to breathe. So <laughs> you have to get to that point a little bit. Not all the time. You shouldn't be getting there all the time. All right. We've talked about that on other podcasts. If you do too much, it's not good either. We know I've been there, um, but you have to take yourself to that that break point sometimes, or at least close to it, you know. And that would be the the way to get the the big and bulky. And I would 
I would argue that most most females just aren't doing that much weight in the in the gym. So you're not going to get big and bulky. And if you're big and bulky and you're a female, then you're having some help. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like some some assistance, yeah. if you will. Yeah, it's yeah, not absolutely. natural. So yeah. even on the guy side, it's not yeah. natural for the most part. Yeah, um, when it's freaking. Yeah, it takes but, it takes time. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. But for sure, if you just participate in it to, you know, may, maybe increase your strength here and there, but maintain what you have that's that's fine too it doesn't have to be something that like we talked about this whole time it doesn't have to be something where you're trying to go increase your grip strength yeah you can if you want you can do it but you don't have to but you should be doing something to try to maintain it and if you're not resistance training you better be carrying a lot of groceries yep agreed for sure stop. or shaking a lot of hands yeah just stop know, getting, trying to win <laughs> stop getting those groceries delivered to your home and yeah. go do it for yourself yeah and carry them all on my trip. Yeah, carry, the carry them home. Don't drive. <laughs> Don't drive. Just carry them home. You get your steps <laughs> in too, that way. No, carry them all in one trip. Oh, one trip. Yeah. Well, sure. if you live close enough, I mean, that's true. Do it. That's true. That'd be a nice. That'd be a nice long carry. That that might be what we do with the turkey trek in the future. This is this is the first. This is hopefully the first annual. So we're going to try to do this every year, and you know maybe down the road we do like a team thing Ooh, where like there's groups of you know maybe four to whatever four to eight or something and you carry we make you know at a certain weight for all groups and you have to carry that weight a mile right between the four of you so you just kind of go you know one after the other carry as long as you can partners in carry as long as you can partners in i think that'd be cool and it would make it a little bit more um, like a relay yeah like like a little relay and it would it would add the team element to it and it would make it you know, a little bit longer because this one we're doing is going to be fun, but people are going to go, they're going to be all excited to do their thing. And it's going to be all of 30 to 45 seconds probably that they're carrying, you know? So it's going to be, um, you know, short lived in a way. So I think the team aspect and, and okay, let's make it a mile long carry would be really cool. Cool. Did really we talk, cool. did we talk about the specifics with the Turkey Trek or did we just mention what it was? Um, I think we just mentioned what, what was, I don't remember. If we yeah. Did. So we can do it again. We're going to do it again. If so, people, if people got this long in the podcast, they don't care if they hear it again. <laughs> this is true. They clearly listen to us kind of banter back and forth. So the, the Turkey Trek is our version of the Turkey Trot, which we already said, there's no running involved. It's all carrying. Uh, there's four variations of carrying. There is the dumbbell carry. There's the kettlebell carry trap bar carry and there's what we call chaos carry which involves bands and it's just chaos pretty much weights hanging from bands and it's just shaking and we have a dice that we're going to roll it's an inflatable dice which is also cool so we hope it's not super windy out but it's got obviously six sides like a dice would um just happens this dice has a red dot on the one and four red dots on the four so because we only have four carries uh four carry variations the one and the four are going to be wild cards. So you can pick your version of the carry. Now, the walk is about 80 or so yards. We walked it off. And you have three different options. You can either carry a quarter of your body weight, half of your body weight, or your full body weight. Now, the donation is $1 for a quarter, $5 for half, or $10 for your full body weight. Now, if you get there's, that... There's a double option, too. Oh. If you want to try twice your body weight... Uh, you can for 20 bucks. Uh, we don't see many people doing that. We do have one person that we know of that will likely try. Um, but most people will likely do the half or the full. I would for imagine. sure. And if you get that one whole lap, then we will match the donation. And the donation is going to our neighbor's table, which is a local um, charity in our area. And they are going to put that towards turkeys for people that need turkeys for Thanksgiving. So it's going to be all great cause. So it's a win-win. Everybody gets strong grips. 
and people get turkeys. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, so you got to be strategic with your type of carry. What if if you get if you draw a wild card, you know you you get to pick. You got to be smart with that. And, and if you um, don't get a wild card, you better be practicing all four types because if you're not, you've only been practicing dumbbells and you draw chaos, man. It's, it's gonna, not good. It's gonna be different. It's a what thirty percent chance that you're gonna draw wild. Yeah. Don't don't base your oh yeah. Your and odds don't think like you statistics. can just kind of like you know fast walk through this or like jog through this because we we put a turn. There's a turn. You have to. You turn. have to turn. Yeah. I mean, you could walk backwards. So you're, you're walking. It's gonna be forty yards hard. out, forty yards back. So we we did the turn on purpose because we had a feeling if we just made it a straight line. People would just be running plow through it. it. Yeah, plow through it. And but when you have to stop like and control the carry, yeah, the that's, turn, that's the where it gets carried. That's where it gets carried. Yeah. Yep. If you can make the turn, you're yep. no using thighs. We'll have chalk if people need yep. to chalk up, but that's no right. gloves, nope. no straps, obviously. Nope. Um, you can wear gloves before you carry just because it might be a little cold. It's November in, in New England, but um, when you go, bare hands on that thing. That's it. Grip it's it, all metal, grip guys. It and rip it. There's no rubber handles around here. We thought about doing the fat grips, yeah, the but fat, it's fat just grip. too much. It's yeah, too much. It is too much. And with different size hands, like if you get a, you know, a small a small woman that has tiny hands, like True. she just won't be able it's to get around the fat grips. It easy. wouldn't wouldn't be fair. Nope. So we couldn't do it. So stay tuned for that. We'll have some stuff coming out on the IG for that, and uh, we'll be putting out like emails and stuff. So um, it's gonna be a fun time next Saturday, November twentieth, November twentieth, ten to one that pro form so all right that anything else to add to grip strength i think so i think we 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 crushed that one yeah yeah we 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 got that we squeezed it all out so we've got another episode coming up next time we're going to kind of go back to diagnoses again because that was pretty fun we're not oh we're not doing that what are we doing we're going to do turkey tips remember oh yeah shit turkey (laughs) tips I wrote down low back pain. <laughs> this is the problem. Next man. time, Nick's, next Nick's, time. Nick's font is a, like eleven, and mine's like fourteen. So I can't, I can't <laughs> read it anymore. That's all right. We just, we literally just decided this before we hot, we we hit the record button. So um, we're gonna because that episode will be released. The next episode will be released the week of Thanksgiving. We're gonna give everybody some some tips um, to stay stay on course throughout the holidays. We'll call them turkey tips, and you know, hopefully these. These little pieces of advice can can work for Christmas as well as well as the other for holidays sure. throughout the year, so that you can, you know, if you've been, you know, on a on a weight loss goal or anything like that, you can stay the course without having to feel like you're, you know, either pulling yourself away from fun or or whatever the case is. We just want you to still enjoy family and enjoy friends, but be able to stay stay on track with your your health goals. Love it. Cool. All right. I guess that just leaves the moral of the story. So, moral of the story, a strong handshake is your chance to express confidence and respect. However, coming in too strong can exhibit arrogance. You don't want to be full of yourself, but you also don't want to show a lack of self-confidence. Where am I going with this? A firm, hearty handshake not only gives a great first impression and a show of confidence, but backed by research can demonstrate a good indicator of your health. So next time, You go to give somebody a handshake, let them know that you are not only strong in personality, but strong in health. You know what they say, nail the handshake, nail the job. Thank you for joining us in the rack this week. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. You can also find us online at proformptma.com or on social media at proformptma. And remember, if you train inside the rack, 
You better be thinking outside the rack. <sighs>